0: welcome to 5d full disclosure and this is aurora with your full moon and sagittarius update so we've got some really interesting energies i know everybody's been feeling various things of the intensity and the big shifts and changes that we have had um for the last two months since we began the eclipse season and. Um, We all had a very intense um, month of April and May due to the buildup uh, of the eclipses that were in both Taurus and Scorpio, and I've talked about this before, but this will go on for the next year and a half. The Taurus-Scorpio access of eclipses that we have are going to be fully based around resources. Uh, With Taurus, we're talking physical resources. We're talking money, your home food, land, um, abundance, resources, those aspects of our life. With Scorpio, we're talking emotional and spiritual abundance. So Scorpio is not so much focused, although they can be, on tangible things such as, you know, money and success. And of course, there are going to be those aspects that kind of intertwine because Taurus and Scorpio are polarities. So they blend in with one another. But Scorpio is really looking for an abundance of emotional depth. They're looking for an abundance of intimacy, of um, transformation and evolution. So Scorpio is very much going to show us where we are spiritually bankrupt, where we are emotionally bankrupt, So, we can just kind of, I guess, group that in as energetically, right? So, Scorpio is going to be bringing out the depths of where we are energetically bankrupt. And this is why we're seeing so much disclosure in terms of um, in the media and with certain events that have happened. The skeletons are all coming out of the closet. And this is showing us as a collective, as an entire humanity, where we are energetically bankrupt. If we are not healed and whole if we have not dived into the depths of our own psyche to pull out the skeletons pull out the wounding pull out the programming and really get in touch with our soul and our spirit we are essentially energetically bankrupt and that is what is being shown to us as a whole and that is why so many people are feeling completely unfulfilled in their life you're seeing the masses beginning to stir there's been a lot of catalysts and triggers for this to occur but they are coming to the point where they are feeling that spiritual bankruptcy and they are seeking more fulfillment from their current um, life and their current experiences and so this is also giving us a polarity with Taurus which is going to show us where we are physically bankrupt and this is exposing the greed the corporations the system the elites the cabal who have stolen everything and created a system of lack consciousness and slavery and that is what is being exposed with this Taurus and Scorpio eclipses that are going to be going on again for the next about a year um now with this um, Sagittarius full moon, it's a little bit of a different vibe, but it is going to intertwine because um, between eclipse seasons, which we just had a the first season, we'll have the next season towards the end of the year, October, November. Between that time when you have the new moon and full moons that fall in between that, they're all going to carry a flavor of the Taurus and Scorpio eclipses um, because nothing operates completely independently. They all work together. And so the flavor of Taurus and Scorpio is going to be present no matter what new or full moon you know energies are there. Um, But with the full moon in Sagittarius, we do get a little bit of a different vibe. So Sagittarius does rule over knowledge, wisdom, life experience. Um, Sagittarius is also ruled by Jupiter, who is the planet of abundance and growth and expansion, adventure, um, joy, traveling, um, connecting with new people. It is the love of life. That's what Sagittarians hold, is the love of life and all types of experiences. Now, Sagittarius also rules over justice, um, kind of as a sister energy to Libra. Um, Libra holds the energy of balance and fairness. And so with the Libra energy, we really dive into what is fair, you know, based on what someone has earned by their actions and their choices. And so Libra is a little bit more karmic than Sagittarius. Um, but Sagittarius holds the energy of the truth seeker. So in many ways they work together and Sagittarius always wants to seek the truth. They want to seek the truth of life. They want to experience it. They want to find it. And they're very adamant about speaking that truth. And that works perfectly well with Libra, who is the karmic balancer, because once we know what the truth is, then we can decide what is just and what is fair. And so there's kind of a twofold energy with this full moon. On one hand, we are being called to basically follow the adventure of life. We are being called to step outside the comfort zone to experience new things and really expand ourselves. And now a lot of people have spent years expanding their internal world, maybe through doing inner work, self-love practices, healing themselves, you know, connecting with their gifts and their purpose and all of this kind of wonderful work that we've been doing. Um, But with Sagittarius, it calls for an actual physical life change. So as much as we've expanded our inner sense of our own world, we are going to be called to actually physically now apply those changes that we've made within to our life. Many people will be moving in the next couple of weeks. If not, you already have moved or you're in the process of moving. Sagittarius rules travel. So a lot of people are going to be moving and changing their environment and changing where they are because all pieces are being moved into the highest possible position. So if you are being called or forced or urged to move, to change location, to change your home, to change your environment, uh, your job, you know, whatever it is, follow that um, because every being is being moved to their highest possible location for the incoming transition that we're going to experience over the next few months, June, July, and August. Um, and it's a kind of a party vibe, you know, Sagittarius wants us to have fun and we wants to teach us how to live life abundantly, be abundant in spirit, not in things and not in attachments and not in money and resources and possessions. It wants us to be rich in spirit. So that is what it's going to be calling for. Now, on the other hand, again, it also is a truth seeker. So it is going to be bringing the truth in a very fiery way. And it's also going to be bringing that element of justice um, because Sagittarius rules over the legal system and it rules over religious institutions so I wouldn't be surprised if we also see those institutions um, having a bit of a collapse under this full moon or getting some pressure um, because anything that is an institution a dogma or rigid structure of belief systems and how one should operate will fall under Sagittarius and it will be broken. So because we still have Pluto in retrograde, again in Capricorn, it is at 28 degrees. So for those of you who have been with us for a while and remember that the Pluto return for the United States happened on February 22nd, 2022, that occurred in 27 degrees Capricorn. So Capricorn is about to make his way back to that same Degree. So you can see where we're going with this. The Pluto return is going to be incessant. It's going to roll over into the next two years due to Pluto's retrogrades. So the collapse in America that you're seeing is destined and faded. It, it, there is no escaping it. That's why we've been sharing this for such a long time. We've been saying it for many, 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 many years now. Um, but now it's coming to fruition. This system will collapse there is no escaping it there is no stopping it there is absolutely nothing that we can do nor should we try to interfere with that this is nature's way of evolutionizing us we also two days ago had venus and uranus conjunct in taurus so uranus has been in taurus for a couple of years And again, Uranus is the planet of shakeups and surprises. And this is in the sign of Taurus, which rules over resources, the financial system, the housing market, the land, the agriculture, the food. So you can see why it's been the way that it has been. Now with Venus conjunct Uranus two days ago, that was the day that the crypto market collapsed. So we are going to see repeating patterns from 2008 because as I've said if you didn't learn the lesson the first time you will get the repeat lesson and since we have the north node in Taurus the lesson is is that everyone must be in full integrity with the use of resources with the use of land with the use of food abundance, whatever it may be, that is a physical resource of some kind. You must be in integrity with it, which is what Taurus and Scorpio call for, or it will disappear. So as we see with the crypto market, well, you know, we've been saying again, saying for years that it's not real. There's no integrity. It's not based on anything. It's actually quite similar to the fiat system. Um, as an idea, I think that it was good because people learned to kind of go outside the mainstream fiat money system, which is fine. Um, we, you know, we always encourage people to generate their own forms of abundance and, and wealth outside of the traditional system. Um, but everybody who thought crypto was, you know, going to be the future of finances, we've been saying it's it was never going to be because it holds actually no value. It's not real. Um it's not aligned energetically with the new earth. So, we saw the collapse of that, which will continue. Um, my prediction is the stock market will crash on or before the solstice on June 21st, um, and we will enter the transition. So, with that being said, <laughs> um, and this is not to instill any sort of fear, in fact, I am quite excited about this um, transition and evolution because. When things collapse um, or break down or die in that sense, it always means that something new is being rebirthed. And we've had many chances to have this rebirth. Uh, again, the closest um, analogy would be 2008 when the recession hit and the market collapsed. We had the chance to change the course of our future because we were destined to make that initial leap in uh, that quantum leap in consciousness in 2012. We did not do that. So we are all responsible for the fact that we are repeating the lesson over again. This time, however, it doesn't matter what the choices of humanity are any longer. The Galactics and Source herself have decreed that this transition will move forward. So this is a little bit of a shift and change from the 2012 timeline in that the 2012 timeline was very much kind of dependent on humanity's choices Um, whether we chose to wake up whether we chose to take action whether we chose to change the way that we function and move from a dysfunctional paradigm to a functional balanced paradigm whether we chose to support the new earth or whether we were going to continue to feed the system obviously humanity chose what they chose this time round, the message I've received loud and clear is it no longer matters what you choose. And I don't mean that to say that you just should do whatever you want. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what anybody does. Of course, it matters for your individual fate, for your individual fate and destiny. You must make choices that are going to determine that destiny. However, on a collective level, the destiny has already been solidified. So Mother Earth herself is ascending and is reaching the tipping point, which means those who are not aligned to make the quantum leap of consciousness to be a vibrational match to Mother Earth will be phased out. So it no longer, basically Mother Earth is no longer awaiting humanity to make a choice. Now, with that being said, you still must choose whether you wish to move forward in this ascension process and actually transition into New Earth or whether you will transition out, um... And those that transition out will be reintegrated to the etheric realm, will have to go through massive healing and also karmic life reviews and things like that. And there will be a lot of, um, you know, initiations and things that those who cross over will have to go through in order to get themselves to the place that they could actually reintegrate back earth there will be no more reincarnation at a certain point but there will be the availability for all loved ones and soul families to come back to earth Uh, we won't have the death and rebirth process anymore it will simply be that they are able to kind of come in a light body and experience the physicality of earth um But that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. Um, But just as an update of where we're at, we are at a clean slate kind of vibe right now where you are going to create your destiny. Um, And that is going to be determined by each person's commitment, um, their intentions, and their ability to change and their ability to accept truth and to reflect and to actually do the inner work that is required for this process so I did do a tarot spread for the collective energies of this full moon and boy was it a um I will say that the the, the readings that I've been doing lately are heavy I think I shared that last time that was the first uh, reading that I had done that was as heavy as I felt it um this one is also heavy. I won't I won't bullshit you. Um, it's heavy. and it's very clear as well. The messages are extremely clear cut. Um, so we'll jump into it again, not to be put in fear. I simply want to share. Um, the absolute whole truth as it comes to me and with no kind of sugar coating or various interpretations i just deliver the messages as i get them so the leading card for this spread is the queen of wands so again we have a feminine card leading this spread this means this is the overall energy the dominant energy that is being brought in and we love the queen of wands she's amazing fire energy So perfectly in line with this Sagittarius moon. Um, And this is about passion. This is about the love of life. This is about not only loving life, but loving other people. So the Queen of Wands is this brilliant energy of the feminine who are the it's the warrior feminine it's not the docile passive feminine it is the passionate leader feminine who is creative um who is loving who takes action who totally is confident in who she is and basically will not be you know torn down by anyone or anything so this is a beautiful card um And I think that it really speaks to the energy that is coming in for us and the confidence and the empowerment that is coming in for all beings, not just feminine, all beings, but it is a feminine energy, meaning there is a little bit of a balance between this fire, but also water, feeling, empathy, compassion, knowing fire and water must be balanced. So I love that she's leading this spread. I think it's amazing. Um, now the first part of the spread, um, And we've got an interesting flow here. So the first message, we've got the eight of pentacles Reverse. What this tells us is that humanity is about to experience, um, basically, they are feeling unfulfilled by what they're doing. And again, I've been talking about this. I see it all over the place. This is a collective energy that's happening right now. It is basically coming full circle where all those who have been basically just working for the money working for the money, working for the success, they now are feeling frustration. They are feeling unfulfilled and they are going to have a little bit of um, a struggle here. So this is a lot about unfulfilled ambition um, because of unsatisfying work, because people have been too focused on looking only to success and not on actually caring what they're doing only soul fulfillment work will move forward into 5d period end of story now this eight of pentacles to me also definitely represents the financial system eight being the abundance number the infinity sign the equal giving and receiving that the eight represents so this is also showing me that this is a downfall in the financial system because this card is reversed um because the financial system was never built on passion and fulfillment and serving humanity and doing the things that we love to do because that 's what our soul is calling us it 's been this cabal capitalism machine and it 's going to fall and it was confirmed by the next card um, as part of this particular uh, message was the magician reverse the magician reverse talks about the misuse of magical powers black magic. Now, if you've ever heard me talk about black magic, black magic and white magic are very easily discernible. Black magic is when you use your power. And remember, everybody has magic inside. Everybody has power. This isn't necessarily someone running around like casting spells, although the dark does do that. Um, So I don't want you to you know, I guess um, have a misinterpretation of the kind of power that I'm referring to because everyone has this in- innate and inherent power within them to manifest things to yourself. You are a Taurus field that is creates a certain geometrical pattern. It holds a certain frequency. You can manifest anything to you. And of course, we all have the, our different gifts and our different specialties of how we manifest or how we heal or how we create, right? So this is referring to the misuse of power and and the misuse of magic. So it, it is directly stating and the message that I got was that all black magic financial systems are now uh, on the verge of collapse and this full moon is going to ensure that, Um, All the cabal financial systems are black magic financial systems. They basically create money out of nothing. Um, They create enslavement and lack and debt uh, really based on nothing. So it's actually a spell that is cast onto us where we have the illusion that we are in debt, that we owe something to the cabal. We don't owe them shit. Um, it's also this illusion. If you watch like stock markets, crypto markets, housing markets, this is all black magic. It's simply co- uh, it's simply giving you an illusion of money and the market, and it it none of it is actually real. It's made up. It's an illusion. None of it actually makes sense. It's not based on anything. It is simply a complicated way of them kind of explaining how they manipulate markets and how they manipulate finances, but they purposely make it so confusing so that people think they're not smart enough to understand economics. They're not smart enough to understand the financial system. No one truly understands the financial system because it is illusionary. They create complicated masks of interpreting economics and financial systems in order to purposely hide the truth which is actually quite simple is that the cabal stole everything they stole all the resources they stole all of the wealth of humanity that was gifted by mother earth herself and used it for their own gain and then convinced us that we have to earn it so the last card of that message was the hanged man which means the hanged man is, I love this card because it means when everything is flipped upside down on its head, that's when you get freedom. That's when you get liberation. And it also tells us to do what we feel is right for us even if it makes no sense to anybody else and so that is what's going to come through the hanged man also really represents the death of the ego as well Um, a full surrender if you will as the man in the image is hanging and you know he's got his hands behind his back he's in full surrender to being upside down so the world is about to get turned upside down and the more we surrender to this process we will be liberated Um, now carrying on that same theme we've got the next message ace of pentacles reversed um ace of pentacles is normally a beautiful card about abundance and joy and just kind of new opportunities um and when we look at the ace of pentacles reverse we get uh you know a much different message so reverse it's talks about all the ways in which wealth corrupts people talks about selfishness competition mistrust um, and over dependence on security and comfort does this sound familiar um and and in this card what we really see is that all of the false stability and false security is now no longer there and one must deal head on with their energetics um and it talks about, you know, maybe a refusal to grow up or maybe a refusal to take accountability. Um, and so this is going to heavily be felt in all the ways in which wealth has corrupted our consciousness and how we don't truly understand what wealth is. Um, someone who is absolutely monetarily poor um, could be a million times more abundant than someone who has a billion dollars simply because they are abundant in spirit, they are abundant in love, they are abundant in service, they are abundant in courage, they are abundant in care for others, and those are the beings who will inherit the earth. Um, That is another confirm of how this obsession with monetary wealth, and especially in the black magic markets, is going to be turned on its head now the next card we have is the empress card which i love that is the uh, divine feminine the divine mother energies and the empress really tells us to enjoy life and all of its kind of wonders and not to be too in you know too intellectual or too much thinking about things and really just to enjoy the entire experience of life and it's she's an emotional being the empress you know that's the mother she's an emotional she's a feeler she does things based off her senses based off her intuition you know she loves she laughs she cries she goes through all the emotions but she's present she's fully experiencing every part of life And we have the nine of cups right after that, which is the wish card, the wish fulfillment card. So as much as we are getting this energy of, you know, collapse and kind of death and rebirth and, you know, there may be challenges and there are going to be some things we do have to experience and we're going to be just fine um but she's guiding us and telling us that this flip um from this ace of pentacles reverse this obsession with money and power that's going to collapse it is going to bring us this beautiful empress energy of really enjoying life and the experiences being rich in experiences and love and joy and care um And that is what's going to make us abundant. The empress does represent abundance. She's the fertile goddess. She is the creator. She can create um, and manifest anything. Um, And this nine of cups is the wish card. So there is this good news, you know, that it's not all, um, it's not all heavy. um, But it's simply telling us that I think once we exit from this cabal capitalism system we will realize how abundant we are in life and we are being called to really measure our abundance by the way we feel how much joy we're having um, how many people that we get to you know connect with and the services that we're able to provide to others how much we care about others and also how much you self-love and just kind of embrace the ups and downs you know I always say like humanity is the comedic tragedy we are laughing and crying and that's really all being a human is but somehow the ups and the downs are they're they're poetic and they're profound and they don't need to be avoided um Now the next card, and so again, we have some, we have some heavy energy. We have some kind of harsh truths, which is what Sagittarius brings. And, you know, again, I deliver the messages as they come. There is this harsh truth that's going to be delivered. This complete illusionary life that everyone has been living is going to collapse. um, But it's going to bring us the true happiness, the true joy that everybody is seeking Everyone wants to feel love, everyone wants to be happy, everyone wants to feel connected and in service and in joy and in community. Every single human being wants that and that is what will be delivered. Um, So we've got the eight of cups reverse which Always tells us that we have held on for something for too long and been afraid to let it go, even though it is not helping us. It's not emotionally, you know, and the cup cards are more emotional. So, this is typically when we hold on to situations far past their expiration date um, because we're afraid to let them go or we're afraid to move on to something new and to something better. But this is telling us that it's time. It's time. And the knight of cups right after that we've got all cup cards in this particular message Um, the knight of cups is all about really kind of discovering the beauty of your emotional world and really getting tapped into your gifts um imagination you know um really bringing your your dreams and your wishes into reality now it can also you know tell us that we might sometimes err too much on the side of just dreaming things without taking any action but that's where the queen of wands is leading this whole spread you've got to have divinely inspired action as well as dreaming and imagination and just kind of allowing yourself to really dream as big as possible and that's what the knight of cups wants us to do is to dream as big as possible and combine that with action of course you know don't Don't just dream it. You've got to do it too. Um, But really feel free to dive into your wildest, wildest dreams because, um, you know, what you want, wants you. What you dream of is part of your destiny and that's why you dream about it. Um, And now finally, we have the King of Cups in this message who is, he represents success and achievement and mastery in our in his artistic work so again the cups is emotional it's artistic so this is really telling us that we're leaving this unfulfilling life with the eight of cups reversed our jobs and our obligations and the things that we've always done because we thought we had to but it never brought us real fulfillment and it totally cut us off from our creativity from our imagination um, from that spark And so with the Knight of Cups and the King of Cups, it's really telling us we're now going to be able to pursue what we love. That artistic, creative force that is within us is now going to be coming through. And the King of Cups promises us that we will achieve success and mastery by doing what we love. So, you know, the King of Cups is also speaking to that Eight of Pentacles reversed where, If you're not doing what you love and it's unfulfilling and it's life draining, then you've got to follow the knight of cups and you've got to start dreaming big and you've got to start following that imagination, that creative, watery, beautiful um, energy and really bring it into form. Now, the last part of this reading um, is more harsh truth. (laughs) So we have, you know, I love it. I I love it because it always comes together and it's always so clear to me um, the way that the galactics and spirit communicate and that there's always a balance, right? So we kind of had these really harsh truths, these very fiery um, messages that are coming through. And then we also had a perfect balance with a lot of water cards about beauty and joy and love and emotional fulfillment. So everything is always in balance in creation. Um, which really leads me to this, this last part of the message, which it started out with the devil card reversed. Um, and so for those of you not familiar with tarot, um, it's not, a, it's not a, a meaning of, you know, a demon or an entity or, or anything lower like that. Um, what the devil really speaks to is imbalance. And I've said this before that everything that is imbalanced is what you would refer to as the devil or Satan. Um, it's really the mind because the mind is imbalanced. So when we have dysfunction in our planet, it's due to an imbalance, and typically that imbalance is going to be overly focusing on one area and completely neglecting the other. So we have the Devil reverse, which tells us that in fact, the old has already died. And I think that that is an important, you know, kind of message to take away is that the darkness has already died. And I'd like to make that really clear to everybody, um, All of the quote-unquote darkness is and has returned to light. So yes, there are still um, beings on the planet who are embodying darkness. They will, without a doubt, eventually be returning to the light, whether that means they are recycled Um, which is a possibility if their soul cannot um, heal and return fully integrated to the light they will be recycled into a new fresh energy Um, and of course there will be those who reintegrate to the light and so the only darkness that exists is in the mind the mind is still attached to the old perception of darkness and so the mind recreates it because it's what it knows but that darkness doesn't exist Okay, so there's nothing left to to hold on to in terms of focusing on that lower stuff. Um, but with the devil reversed, this is going to really talk about depression, sadness, um, anything that's just really deep inside of our psyche that just hasn't been able to be healed. Woundedness. Um, again, this goes to imbalance. So, if there's an overfocus on our intellectual and mental bodies, but there's a complete neglect <clears throat> of our emotional bodies, you're going to be dysfunctional because you're going to be completely in the mind. You're cut off from feeling, you're numb. Um, as well as if you are overly focused on emotions and you have no ability to be neutral and objective then you're going to suffer from extreme ups and downs emotionally, taking things personally, jealousy, resentment, grief, these kind of things. Um, The same as if you're overly focused on others and you completely neglect yourself, you'll often, you know, you'll get injured or you'll become sick because your body's crying out for nurturing and care. Same way as if you're overly focused on self and don't balance that out with focus and and service to others, you become a narcissist. So you become self obsessed. Um, as a whole, I would say this card is really speaking to the obsession with materialism, which is also an aspect of this devil card. So it's an over obsession with materialism and the three D world, and a complete neglect of the spiritual, and the healing so that is what this card is speaking to and it is basically telling us that this old energy of the 3d has already died and what is going to happen now is that the devils of the past what we are still attached to our old ways of thinking our obsessions um our imbalances will be coming forth to be healed um and so this is, this is showing us a lot. This is basically summing up the 27,000-year cycle that Earth has been in when we were in the darkness of the Piscean Age and this planet was filled with abuse, black magic, <clears throat> um, manipulation, consciousness control, um, enslavement, abuse, you know, um, suppression, it, it's a lot there's a lot there so all imbalances are now going to be coming forth to be healed um, because they cannot stay hidden any longer so it may seem like things are going to get more chaotic but it truly is so that we can finally kind of deal with our inner demons and again this is not a scary thing this is just an accumulation of really traumatic experiences and wounding that we've had on this planet and and it needs to be healed it needs to be addressed and it needs to be seen now following up with that we have the six of wands reversed which um normally the six of wands is a lot about victory but when it's reversed it talks about a fake optimism you know like um it's basically weakness, um, you know, because in the upright position, it's, it's like victory, success, like, yes, you've reached your destination, you've accomplished your goal, you're celebrating. So when it's reversed, we feel dis- defeated. Um, we feel like we failed. And it's also kind of exposing this fake optimism where we kind of cover up our doubts with illusion, you know, and I think that's what a lot of people have been doing. They've, they're, they've seen the signs, the writing on the wall. They've seen the red flags of what's going on in the world, especially what's gone on here in the U.S. They've, start, they've seen these things for at least a decade now, and they ignored it. They just kept saying, no, it's all fine. It's going to get better. Oh, no, it's not a big deal. And this led to weakness. And, and now, yes, the devil will be defeated the imbalance, the delusions, the denial, the repression, it will be defeated. So there is going to be, I think, a sense of, of, of collective grief as all of this falls apart. And everyone realizes that they could have done something sooner. We could have taken corrective action sooner and we didn't. And, and now we face those, those consequences. Um, This can also, it also talks about a high level of suspicion, you know, um, when we're so suspicious of everything and everyone that it also kind of creates this, this self-fulfilling prophecy in a way, you know, we've, we stopped trusting ourselves. Um, first and foremost, we completely lack trust in God, in the universe, in love, We have completely abandoned our own selves because we stopped trusting ourselves, which is why we rely on external validation and uh, needing to be right and needing to prove things um, because we don't trust ourselves. We need other people to tell us what's best for us. We relied on the elites and the government to tell us what we need to do um, because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust other people, especially people we're in relationships with. We immediately don't trust them. We always, you know, develop these interrogative tendencies and jealousy and control and just a whole lot of stuff. And most importantly, we stop trusting in source um, and we stop trusting in love. And I think that that is a big one, especially for those of you who are on this path and are holding the light. We have to have the most unconditional trust that you've ever had. In yourself, first and foremost, always. And then in Source and in Spirit. And in the universe and in the galactics and in your guides and in your angels. In love, okay? Trust in love. Love encompasses all of those things. Um, and we have to trust that above all else. Above anything in this physical realm. You can't trust shit in this physical realm. But you know who I do trust? I trust Source. Because she is the most powerful energy in existence and I certainly will place my trust in her and in my guides and in the galactics um, any day over anything in this material 3d realm and in myself as well and I encourage you all to really feel into where you're not trusting in yourself and you're not trusting in source and how we can flip that um the last two cards of the message are the four of cups and the six of cups reversed and so you know we're we're coming out of this kind of defeat maybe um the collapse of what we once knew um and we're feeling a little you know we're feeling a little shooken up but we end with a beautiful I think encouragement where the four of cups reverse talks about awakening to the world of possibilities and once it all collapses and we kind of you know tend to our wounds and realize that we need to trust in what's happening and we need to also forgive ourselves for being spiritually weak um because we could have made changes. We could have done this sooner. We could have done this whole thing sooner. Um, And we didn't. And that's okay. We're here now. We're in divine timing. Um, And the Four of Cups Reverse talks about new things, new ideas, new relations, and also enthusiasm. Um, That there's a whole world of new opportunities once we kind of process and release the, I guess, grief of just the death of this old world it's okay to grieve it even though we won't miss it that much we learned so much from it this was the biggest growth experience in creation um and it's coming to an end and it's okay to grieve that um and finally the six of cups reverse which is when we finally take action towards the future and we completely let go of the past and we stop focusing on it so we are moving into a completely new time. Sagittarius, again, is the adventurer, the truth seeker, the pioneer. We are entering an entirely new world of opportunities that we had no idea even existed. And all that is, you know, standing in the way of that is ourselves. It's our lack of change, our lack of making those leaps of faith. Again, those la- that lack of trust in the divine. So really get in tune with your own guidance, with the divine spark within you and start making the choices that are going to bring you soul fulfillment. Don't worry about the external fulfillment that will be taken care of. As I said, this reading is very clear the the cabal capitalism machine is about to implode. The black magic financial system will collapse and we will be entering the transition into creating new earth so if you if you can anchor in that unconditional trust and you can focus on what fulfills you heart soul spirit body everything and really dedicate yourself to your passions to your service to the whole um to your level of mastery and walking the path of a first waiver we will be the ones who begin creating this new world and we are going to open up to a realm of possibilities that we had no idea even existed so i encourage you guys if you're doing ceremonies today um really just focus on um what your dreams are your big 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 vision dreams like really reach for the stars write those down and believe that they are possible um you know mom made the impossible possible and all credit goes to her for doing that Um, she made the impossible possible for us and so that we can now walk the path and experience the miracles and the beauty and the new beginnings and we are going to have a cosmic reunion with the galactics (laughs) and they are all here and they are all ready Um, they are simply waiting for the transition to begin. Um, because as we enter new earth, we will be reuniting with all the galactics, all the brothers and sisters and soul families that have been assisting us from the ether. Um, we will be reuniting with them at some point. So, um, I love you all, um, ceremonies and Um, intentions and prayers, highly recommended, and just have some fun and dream as big as you possibly can. Love you all.